friends. I'm Mercedes from The Noshery. And I'm Rebecca from Foodie with Family. And welcome to another episode of My Plate is Always Full, where we're always hungry to talk about food. Did you hear that, Mercedes? Can you hear this? Why are you making so much? Um, You're messing with our audio right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is the sound of deliciousness. <laughs> it sounds like a crackling bag to me. It is. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. It is the sound of deliciousness. Is that because we're talking about salty snacks today? Oh, yes. Mm. And I expect we're going to be talking about some salty snacks today. And uh, we're probably going to have a little bit of a debate over salty snacks, like what I like versus what Rebecca likes, because we do have different preferences when it comes to salty slacks. Salty slacks. (laughs) Salty snacks. And we're going to be debating over what the best and worst ones are. I'm going to point out that this discussion does not have to get salty as long as everyone agrees with me. That's, uh, I'm glad you're being a a good sport there. Well, I try. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Uh, But for real, we're going to be talking about potato chips, corn chips, my, those, those, Delicious little snacks that leave uh, the cheese dish on on your fingers, (laughs) pretzels, all the kind of like different types of chips there are out there. Really, just really good stuff. Our favorite brands and our favorite flavors. And we're going to talk about what to do with the tail end of a bag of crumbs that you don't want to just pour into your face. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to just pour it into your face. Well, pour it into your face. I pour it into my face. Well, well, let's be real. Whether or not you pour it into your face depends quite a lot on who is around you at the time. Why? Are we trying to be like decent or proper? (laughs) Every now and then I give it at least a little bit of effort. There are some really creative things that we can do uh, with the the crumblies at the bottom of the bag. That's right. So you ready to uh, talk some salty snacks? I'm totally ready to talk salty snacks. Let's get into this. So, Miss Sadie. Yes. The invention of the potato chip is a little more shrouded in mystery than the French fry. We discussed French fries in our French fry episode. And while we know that French fries originated in Belgium, Uh there's a little controversy about where potato chips came to be. Oh, so I love a good controversy. I know. And a food controversy that makes you hungry is even better. (laughs) And there's a very popular origin story that George Crumb... Like potato chip crumbs. Yes, I know. Is that not the world's (laughs) most appropriate name? I think that's part of why this is such a popular origin story. He was a celebrity chef back in the day at Moon Lake in Saratoga Springs, New York, back in 1853. So the story goes that Cornelius Vanderbilt, the tycoon, was dining at Moon Lake, and he got frustrated when Chef Crumb sent him a plate of fried potatoes that he thought was sliced too thickly. So he sends the plate back to the kitchen, which every chef loves. Am I right? Yes. Oh, it's yeah. my favorite. I loved it when food came back into the kitchen. It just yes. made me feel so great. Refire, please. <laughs> Refire. But anyway, Chef Crumb didn't take super kindly to it, as most chefs don't. And so he sliced it thinner and sent it back out. And legend goes that Vanderbilt was still not happy with the thinness of his potatoes and sent his plate back again. And at this point, Chef Crumb, according to the story, was so frustrated, he had a little bit of a fit of, oh, yeah, we'll take this and sliced the (laughs) potatoes as thinly as possible and deep fried them and sent them out to the table thinking, well, that'll learn them. And apparently Vanderbilt loved them. And so basically the legend is there is a battle of (laughs) a Vanderbilt and a chef and he wanted to kind of stick it to him and he made potato chips and we are all now blessed with the potato chip because of a spat. Right. And it would be great (laughs) if it ended there because that's a fantastic story, isn't it? Uh Uh-huh. However, there's another version of the story. And that's that Crumb's sister 
Catherine Adkin Wicks, who also cooked at Moon Lake with her brother, was the actual inventor. Oh, so some sibling rivalry situation yeah, going on. Yeah, a little sibling rivalry. When Mrs. At- or Mrs. Wicks died at the age of 103, Holy she had written a biography claiming that she was the one who actually invented the chips. So we don't know. We don't know between those two, but it doesn't end there either. Now we're going to take a hop across the pond. Okay. Because... The truth is that the very first published account of chips or crisps, there's a clue for you, as the case may be. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It belongs to an English doctor named Harold Kitchener in 1817. Okay. And to be fair, he did not call them chips or crisps. He called them potatoes fried in rounds. He's very creative with the names. <laughs> very, and, very descriptive name there. Yeah. Yeah. Super deep there, Dr. Kitchener. But the recipe came from his book called A Cook's Oracle. And A Cook's Oracle was published in both British and American editions, and it sold pretty well. So there's a pretty fair argument that this is the first published recipe of potato chips, and it predates both Chef Crumb and his sister by about 40 to 50 years. Yeah, I was about to say, if the actual published... I mean, I could totally see the fit happening. Yeah. Do you oh, know, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I can kind of see that as a legit story. It reads true. Yeah. And I, I'm wondering whether about or the not, sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, she may have been the one who did it, and Chef Crumb was, you know, hey, this is my kitchen. This yeah. is my potato. This is my success. However... One way or the other, what is not in question is whether Chef Crumb and his sister invented it. We know that they helped popularize it in the U.S. Okay. And they were known as Saratoga chips, and they were sold in swanky restaurants as a delicacy and an upscale side dish for years. Oh. Probably decades. Huh, interesting. So So when did the swanky, fancy chip eventually become you know, the crinkly bag situation that we love today. (laughs) Well, that's, it's funny because it did make the shift from being something you would serve with caviar, you know, Uh, more, more chips with your caviar, madam. It, it switched in about the 1930s. And I'd personally like to thank the good people at two companies you've probably heard of, Fritos and Lay's. They were two companies at the time, and they each helped popularize corn chips and potato chips, respectively, by mass producing them and making them nationally available. If you ever wondered just how popular chips are... How how popular are they? <laughs> I'm wondering, actually, if you can guess what kind of dollar amount the potato chip industry is in the U.S. Currently? Yes. Um... I mean, I would think it has to be, I don't know. Well, let's see. The average, no, I'm going to do math. I suck at math. So I'm going to (laughs) say, take a wild guess. I'm going to say it's somewhere in the billions, like maybe like a single digit billion. It's actually $10 billion per year for potato chips alone. That's not including corn chips. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. We are talking potato chips. $10 billion (laughs) in potato chips alone. Well, that's pretty crazy because like there's a plethora of different types of chips. Like so if we're we're just talking potato chips, we're eating a lot of chips. It's true. But I do. I eat a lot of chips. (laughs) I would actually also like to volunteer the fact that I... I I don't know if I want to say I eat a lot of chips so much as I research a lot of chips with my mouth. Oh, (laughs) I was (laughs) I was like, um, I totally was picturing you like Googling. No, no, I research them with my face. I put them in my mouth and I eat them and then I form opinions about my mouth. But it's not all about the chips, though. Okay, as much as we love them. There is a wide, wonderful world of salty snacks to explore, and we're going to talk about the ones that you see on the shelf most often, and I think we should give our opinions on them. Um, I, I, I can do that. I can participate in this exercise. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of our specialty. <laughs> I know. Let's just start with the $10 billion 
potato chip. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Because even though it just sounds really simple, like just a potato chip, there are a plethora of different types of potato chips. Um, most noticeably in either the the cut, be it like really thin or a little bit thicker or um, like a wavy, like the ruffle has ridges kind of thing or whatever. Right. Or... Um, but then there's also the cook method, too, will give you a different texture of potato chip. So do you have a favorite kind of potato chip? I do. My personal favorite potato chip is the salt and vinegar kettle cooked potato chip. Oh. So if I'm going to say like a specific brand, it would be Miss Vicky's kettle cooked potato chips. Okay. Uh, the salt and vinegar ones. Like, I love I absolutely love getting a really good deli sandwich with some salt and vinegar chips. Okay, so here's the million dollar question. Do you put the chips on your sandwich or do you eat them on the side? I eat them on the side. I did see a lot of kids when I was growing up putting their potato chips in their sandwich and I can appreciate putting it in your sandwich because it does give your sandwich some texture. Yes. But I prefer them on the side. I, okay, I, you so, know what it is? I like the process. I like the process of the bite and then the grab. You know what I mean? Like you're building your bite again. It's yeah. this is this is so consistently <laughs> you. Now, I like to have it both ways. I like to have the chips on the sandwich, but only if I have enough to have on the side as well. So okay. if it has to be one or the other, the chips will be on the side. But if I have a plethora of potato chips, you I'm going to stick there. them into my sandwich and have them on the side. More chips is more better. More chips is more better. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> do you have a potato chip that you like? I do. I actually, okay, so this is weird because you know I'm opinionated about this kind of stuff. I have different no favorite chips for different purposes. Yes. So if, if I'm going to be dipping into a dip, I like a ruffled chip. A sturdy if chip. I, yeah, something that has some backbone to it, but that can also hold more dip. If uh -huh. I'm just going to be eating it out of hand or out of the bag, I really love kettle chips. Yes. And my favorites are either salt and vinegar or dark russet chips. Oh, I don't think I've had those. Oh, uh, you should try them. Yeah. <laughs> and oddly enough, I don't tend to reach for the potato chip very often, except... Specifically, if I'm having a deli sandwich or especially an Italian sandwich and salt and vinegar chips, that's really the only time. Like, if I'm going to do a party or have a snack or I'm at home or whatever, I don't keep potato chips here at home. Like, it's not okay, my so go to salty snack to have here what at is, home. What is your go to salty snack? Well, I particularly like, I almost always have on hand Cheetos, specifically okay. baked Cheetos right now, just because, you know, I'm being like conscious or whatever, but I just, lo <laughs> I love um, like the cheesy, I love Cheetos. I love Cheetos. I like cheese curls. I like cheese puffs. I like all of the, the or they also call them cheese doodles. I, I like anything with orange powder on it. <laughs> okay. So that, this, this is, this is someplace we have a little bit of a departure. I don't actually love cheese puffs or Cheetos or cheese doodles or whatever you call them. Although within the category of those cheesy snacks, there is one that I prefer over the others. And I wonder if we have similar taste in this, although I kind of suspect we don't. I like the skinny, crunchy ones. Um, no. <laughs> See, I don't think this is, I, I felt this one coming. I don't even know if I've ever had a skinny, like, what do you mean skinny? Is there a particular brand of skinny, crunchy ones? Well, see, since this is not my go-to, I'm pretty sure Cheetos makes them. So you know how there are the ones that are big and puffy and kind of yeah. dissolve when you bite them? And then yes, there are the ones- I love those. And then there are the ones that are skinnier and crunchier. Like they've Cheetos? got a little bit, I, I don't know, you tell me, this is not my <laughs> snack. But what I'm saying is I like the ones that are skinnier and crunchier, not the ones that dissolve when you bite them. Okay. I think you're pretty much talking about Cheetos. Okay. I don't, yeah. Like the lumpy ones, right? But they're yeah. skinny and crunchy. Yeah. Those are Cheetos. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> then I prefer those to the puffy air ones. I mean, I do too. I just have like, my preference is a, a, a Cheeto, you know, like the traditional Cheeto, which is like a puffy, like firmer stick. And then the cheese doodles that just kind of dissolve in your mouth. I right. Like or those the big on, barrels of cheese. Yeah. I like those Are they on, cheese balls. Yeah. Cheese puffs. They'll also okay. call them. Um, I like those on occasion, but they're not my my preference over the Cheeto. I prefer Cheeto. I mean, I have, there was like during when the pandemic was first happening, mm-hmm. there was like a sh- shortage all of a sudden of baked Cheetos, remember? And I couldn't find <laughs> baked do. Cheetos anywhere. And I always had baked Cheetos for lunch with my sandwich. And I was so frustrated that I could not freaking find my baked Cheetos. <laughs> Well, and then I have a- our our mutual friend Mary sent me a giant box, which I can only assume is typically purchased by vending machine companies, <laughs> with like fifty bags of snack size Cheeto baked Cheetos in it. Which I'm still, I think I have like five bags left. I'm still eating from that box. <laughs> That's amazing. It's the gift that keeps on giving. So that is definitely my preference. Yeah, the cheese. Puff world is not my favorite, but I do have to share just a super quick story about cheese puffs. And that's that one time at youth group, a barrel of those cheese puffs was accidentally tipped over and went spilling across the entire gymnasium floor. Oh my goodness. And the youth pastor informed me that my sons were really helpful by running around and eating them off of the floor. I mean, I guess that's one way to do it. Right. Although I did about have a heart attack because it's not a snack that I would eat off of the floor, first of all. And well, second I mean, of is, all, there, is there any snack that you would eat off of the floor? If <laughs> I, mean, I was is there, really is there hungry. A caveat? Yes. I, there, there are conditions. So if I was extremely hungry, okay. I would probably eat hard pretzels off of the floor. That does not surprise me because I know you are a huge fan of pretzels. Yeah, pretzels. basically well, pretzels, everything. All pretzels. Pretzels in general. Everything in the pretzel family, I love. I feel pretzels in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I, on the other hand, am not a fan of pretzels. Like, I can't even think of when I would reach for a pretzel necessarily. It has to be dipped in something. I won't eat a pretzel straight up. If you could see my face right now, it's all confusion. However, I do like pretzels in combination with other things, which I guess, you know, again, falls into the dip. But like, I love chocolate covered pretzels. I love peanut yes. butter and pretzels. Yes. Um, you know, that sort of thing. But to just like eat a pretzel or some pretzels or whatever as a snack, although I do like those, or I used to, they're a little much for me now, but those pretzel pieces that you see from Snyder's that are like- Oh yeah, with the, the flavor on them. Onion or something like that. I do like yeah. those. Um, the, I think but, it's mustard, honey, and onion. Yes. I think. But I can't just do a straight, plain pretzel. I do like the dot. Well, maybe. I guess there are some exceptions. I can't do a, pre- a, a, a plain pretzel. I can do a dipped or flavored pretzel. Okay. That makes sense. Now, what do you think about the honey wheat pretzels? Have you tried those? The kind of sweet and salty ones? Um, I don't. They're I twists? may have tried them. I know. Yeah, I think I may have tried them. But again, I just kind of, I have to pair it with something. It's just I find hard pretzels to just be mostly bland and dry. Um, okay. So, Fair enough. But I think you're nuts. That's fine. <laughs> no worries. We can still so be I, friends, I think. I see them more as a vessel to, you know, move some type of dip or other... <laughs> item into my mouth as opposed it's a conveyance to, yes as opposed to like just a straight snack okay well i i think we've decided we're never going to agree on pretzels or cheese doodles so let's <laughs> let's move on there from there to the wonderful world of corn chips mm, i love me some corn because there there are a lot of beautiful beautiful entries in the salty snack corn chip world and I'd like to start with my ultimate favorite, and that's Fritos. 
I you like the and you like the plain traditional just straight up Frito, right? I like a plain traditional straight up Frito or a chili cheese Frito. I am really partial to the you know those Fritos that are like twisted that are the they honey look like rotini. Yeah, the okay. honey barbecue ones. I love those, and oddly enough, it's it's a it's a textural thing almost more than anything else. No kidding. Yeah, it's just, you know, the all the little the twist and the ridges and how like when you bite into it, it like the way it falls apart in your mouth. I don't know. It's I I know I sound like completely weird and crazy, but that's one of the reasons you I do, like but that's them so okay. much. <laughs> it's fine. I like you crazy. So it's I think to me, the ultimate example of the corn chip category is just a straight up plain Frito. And I like to put them on my salad like croutons in yeah. soup. I like to eat them by the handful. They I like are to very put versatile. Those, yeah, I like to put those on sandwiches. I, I just think as a chip, it's almost all around perfect. I can't think <laughs> of a lot of places where any chip could go that a Frito couldn't go. I mean, yeah, they're they're great, like used on top of stuff. They're great for dipping. They're great for um, the crunch factor, just a general snack. Um, crumbled as uh, a coating on something, you know what I mean? Also oh yeah, maybe some kind of tenders or something like that. So they're a lot of fun. I I don't tend. I usually have them in paired with something else. Um, okay, but to just have a bag of Fritos, you know, I don't usually just snack on a free on Fritos straight up. It's either because I want them on my chili or I've made some kind of dip that goes really well with them or something like or I want them topped on my salad. Um right. but I I don't really just have a bowl. So. so let's let's take what I think of as the top 3 the big heavyweight contenders in the corn chip category and see which I mean, one you would go for first. What do you think the top 3 are? The Top corn chip for me is the Dorito. Oh, yeah. Like, without a doubt. Now, Doritos, I can eat them like, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's, it's dangerous. Like, how, and you know what my favorite is? is cool when, Ranch, right? Yes, the Cool Ranch Dorito. But if I get, I will dig through a bag of Doritos to get the chips that have folded over. Oh, those are the best because they've got extra seasoning stuffed into the folds. Well, it's not just that, but they it's again a textural thing. Like when you crunch into them, you get like a double crunch. And I'm just I really I'm really into crunch. <laughs> okay. And right now I'm going to take just a brief break and tell people to go listen to the French fry episode and tell me where she's inconsistent. Yeah, but potato. Okay, now back to the chips. Okay. <laughs> you're, I know where you're going with that, and that's you do. It's a different, it's a different item. Mm -hmm. We're talking corn versus potato, so it just has a different okay. textural feeling. And I really like the folded over, even with the potato chips. Sometimes, okay, I like the folded over chip if I'm craving like something with a crunch. You know, um, right? Well, I do but love for those. me like. A bag of Cool Ranch Doritos is a a dangerous. I don't keep them in my house. Like, <laughs> they're just not. Allowed. I don't. As as a longtime friend of Mercedes, I would like to make this public service announcement, <laughs> and that is that you should never ever stand between Mercedes and a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, just, unless I, you feel like getting pile drived to the side. I, and it's I, I can and you know there is if. I don't know if I watched it where I watched it one time, but there was some one of these like Food Network or something episodes that talk about like making snack foods. Um, yeah. And it was a whole thing about how they specifically test the texture of it and the crunch of it and, you know, um, and the saltiness and how they perfectly balance it to make it addictive almost to make you you know, trigger another like craving. And I cannot just eat, you know, a recommended portion of, <laughs> of Please. <Doritos>. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. I can't eat only one. But and obviously your favorite corn chip is 
the Frito. And also, it is the can, Frito, but Doritos come in a pretty close second. Can we talk just plain tortilla chips real quick? I love them. <laughs> okay. I, I do love them. Do you have, because okay, I have a brand of plain, just, I mean, I'm not going to get fancy here. You know, there's a, a plethora of tortilla chips out there where you can find some that are really cheap. You can find some that there are really like are. gourmet. They're really out there. And for me, the best tortilla chip is- I can't wait to see if we have the same brand. It's Santita's tortilla yes! chips. That absolutely. $2 on it. Like the bag is yes! $2. Those are the best tortilla chips in America. The, right? The best mass-produced one. If you're not standing in front of a fryolator dropping fresh tortillas into it to make your own chips, I think Santitas makes the best tortilla chip by a mile. Like, hands down. Because I have tried all of the brands. Not all. I don't. I haven't tried every brand. I've you know? tried all the brands. <laughs> but I have tried a lot of tortilla chips. Like... I feel that I'm pretty experienced in the tortilla chip department. And <laughs> they're they're for sure they're the best. Like they just have the Absolutely. perfect amount of saltiness. They have the great crunch. They hold up for dipping. They're only two dollars. They're always two dollars. Oh um, yeah. I mean plus tax and everything like that. But they're just I love them. And I remember I do the Instacart order, the grocery order, and I put, you know. I request a bag of the Santitas tortilla chips, and they're like, "Oh, uh-huh. here's a pick an alternative if they're out of stock." And I'm like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> my alternative <laughs> is that you get nothing. It's like I prefer to go without because I want my freaking Santitas. <laughs> That's absolutely positively right. I'd, and back when there were a lot of shortages of different grocery items on the shelves, you know, midway through the shutdown and everything, uh-huh. I went to the store and I was, you know, all masked up like a good girl and I walked in there I was so excited to get some tortilla chips and there were no santitas anywhere <laughs> and I actually stood there and almost cried staring at the tortilla chip shelf thinking do I lower my standards this far and yes I recognize how spoiled that is <laughs> 100%. But it's not like I was asking for a $10 bag of handmade tortilla chips. All I wanted were my cheap $2 tortilla chips and they were nowhere. Yeah. No, I feel you. I have said, no, thank you. Like I've had them message me, oh, they have Tostitos. And I'm like, no. No. Why? Why would you do that to me? Do you hate me? What did I do to you? Did I hurt you? Oh my gosh. I didn't when- know this. Yes. We can go. So- honestly, I could talk about these Santitas tortilla chips forever. But okay, there are other in things the, we need to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say in the corn chip category of things that I don't necessarily love, Takis. I don't okay, like them. So I have this weird relationship with Takis. I've told you about this, right? Yes. Okay, so here's the deal. I think I've mentioned a few times on this you know, show or this podcast or whatever the heck we're doing here um, <laughs> <laughs> that I am not a fan of of spicy food. I'm I'm really not. I know you aren't. And you would think like, you know, if I like Cheetos, I'd like the hot Cheetos. And no, I don't. I don't like the hot Cheetos. However, I do like Takis. The problem is, is that I cannot eat more than four or five at a time. <laughs> I just don't so understand hot. this. <laughs> because I know you will avoid spice you know what you'll it be is in the other room. You know what it is, though. I mean, I they they are a little they are too hot for me. I but, however I do enjoy the flavor. Um, I I but I have a threshold with them. I can only have so many. So, like a small <laughs> snack bag of takis will last me like three or four days because I'll wow. only eat like five of them at a time. But my fifteen year old will eat an entire bag <laughs> in one sitting. But I absolutely love the fact that they're rolled up. <laughs> is that what this is about? They're like baby taquitos. You need them. I love how they're rolled up and how they have this crunch. And you can like get an entire taki all the way into your mouth <laughs> in you know one what? shot. You know what I mean? Like I just I wonder. I like- they're hollow, right? Yes, they're hollow. I wonder if you could crisp. suck up. I wonder if you could suck up guacamole through one. They're not that hollow. <laughs> like they're rolled pretty tight. You know what I mean? You're going to be Okay, well what about like, crema? I don't know. 
also, uh, and also, I don't really want to put my lips around a talkie. The whole thing is <laughs> that I can get the entire thing in my mouth bypassing the my lips getting on fire. Do you know what oh, I mean? Wait, wasn't there a band called the Flaming Lips? I have prop maybe. I don't know. We'd have to Google that. I'm pretty sure. Somebody out there, can you weigh in on this one and tell me if I'm nuts or if I'm remembering that correctly? I'm pretty so, sure there was a band called the Flaming Lips. Maybe they tried sucking up crema or guacamole through Takis. Maybe that's how they got I their mean, name. That's the thing. That's my thing with Takis. So I do okay. like them, but I have like this weird relationship with them. <laughs> <laughs> It's complicated. Something something I know you really enjoy is uh, Chex Mix. I do love Chex Mix, but I'm kind of a snob about it. Yeah. Yeah. I like like it homemade. Yeah. I don't like the stuff in the bag off the shelf as much. It just, it doesn't taste, it doesn't taste as much like butter as the homemade stuff. And there's something about it soaking up the butter when you make it at home, that just makes me kind of want to do a shoulder shimmy. Oh, for sure. Because I've had your Chex Mix. And then oh, yeah. um, Chex Mix is one of those, you know how like you do road trips that you have snacks that you only get on road trips? Yes. Um. So Chex Mix is one of those that occasionally I will only get on road trips. Um. But it's just not the same. Like I, I, I used to love it like straight out of the bag. And now when I get Chex Mix, I'm, I'm just kind of like meh. Yeah, it's weak sauce. You just want to say, what? why are you holding back on the butter? Now, speaking of road trip salty snacks, my go-to is Funyuns. Oh, yes. So is my husband's. He and now I I can't stop when I have a bag of those things. I and again for me, I I mean I love the flavor of them, but also I just love the texture. I like how they kind of crunch and they're like styrofoamy. You're really selling them now, sister. <laughs> so it's like I like little... to put them on my fingers like rings and then eat them off. <laughs> but I do. I love them for that. They just have. I love the texture of them. I love their flavor. I love you know breaking them and like I'll take the rings, break them in half, and eat half of a ring. Um, yes, absolutely. I feel those like are not really has... dippable ones, though. No, they're just more no. like eat them straight out of the bag. Oh, absolutely. They have plenty of flavor on them to begin with. Like you don't need really, you don't, I mean, I guess you could dip them into something, but I don't see a need. But why? Why? But, um, so potato sticks, go back to potatoes real quick. Oddly, so potato sticks for me are specifically, I don't, they're not a snack for me. They're a topping. Just, you know, they go either on hot dogs, they go into sandwiches. Wait, 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 time out. On hot dogs? Potato chips? You never put a potato chip on hot dog before? What? <laughs> no, my mind is just being blown right now. I've never I've never heard of putting potato sticks on a hot dog. Where does this happen? I need to go there. I don't know. I just thought that that was like a topping option is potato sticks on your hot dog. Well, it is now. I mean, <laughs> honest to Pete, I've never heard of that, but I... My eyes are kind of twirling with the possibilities here. Now yeah, I really want, just I think I need hot dogs for dinner. That you put on your hot dogs. And then in um, in Puerto Rico, there's a sandwich that's called la tripleta, which is tripleta, which means triple. And it's because it has three okay. types of meat on it, which I believe are like pork. Oh gosh, I, can't, I think, well, yeah, the pork. <laughs> Just throwing um, that one out there. <laughs> I think it may be pork, um, like a steak, like a bifte, which is uh, bifte is the cube steak. You know which one okay. I'm talking about? The one that's like mechanically yeah, yeah. tenderized. Yeah, and it looks like it got beaten up with something or other. Yeah, and then I can't. It, some people will do chicken. Some people will do ham. Um, the main thing is is that it has three meats, and then you also put some of those potato chips in it along with you know um i don't know like mayonnaise lettuce tomato that whole thing okay i need to eat one of those hold on i'm reaching for my shopping list to put potato sticks and hot dogs on it i'm (laughs) i'm not even kidding now i'm starving it's so funny to me that you've never had potato chips on a hot dog i thought that was like a common thing so Uh, maybe it is and maybe i was just sheltered 
The tripleta is usually will have like chicken, pork, and then some kind of beef on it. It'll be on a baguette, lettuce, tomato, ketchup, like all the regular toppings, oh. and maybe some cheese, ham, um, and uh, some people will also throw those potato sticks in. And it's like, dang, I mean, it's literally an obscene sandwich, but they're so good. <laughs> they're so good. I like obscene sandwiches. We've had yeah. this discussion, though. Yeah, now, see, that, I've this kind of surprises me, though. That seems like a little bit of an overloaded sandwich for your preferences. It is. And um, I mean, you do press it as much as you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've only had them a handful of times. They're a little too much for me, which is why I couldn't really remember exactly what goes into them. I prefer a pressed okay. Cuban over or something like that over a uh, tripleta. Um, well, I'm going to need to try one of those. Potato sticks as like a topping, not like okay. a snack food. And then... Of course, just real quick, there's the uh, ever classic uh, popcorn. Of course. Which I do not like popcorn. What? Wait, what? Well, it depends. I really, really do not like movie theater popcorn. So if I ever go to movies, which I hardly ever go at all, I don't like that super buttery movie popcorn. However, I love me some kettle corn. Okay, now I actually don't love kettle corn. Oh, I'm lukewarm on movie popcorn, but I will knock a granny out of the way to get to a bag full of white cheddar smart food popcorn. Oh, I do like I do like that, but I'm not like, oh, I need it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I am. I'm definitely. Oh, I need it. I'll fight. you. Yeah, for I'll fight you for that, though. Oh, you can have it. I won't. I'm not going to throw down for kettle corn. Who love, in the world is putting sugar salty. on popcorn? Blech. No. Oh, it's so what? I love it. It's so good. The no. sweet and salty. And I do no. really like those. Um, <laughs> I really like those gourmet, like caramel, chocolate, uh, I don't know, peanut butter and peanuts with pretzel. You know what I mean? Like that. Okay, now I like that, but that is my darling, that is not a salty snack. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, in the realm of popcorn, you know. Okay. Like, yes. Have you ever I- had which I discovered recently, those bags of popcorn that are cheddar and caramel combined in one bag. Uh, no. Yeah, it's very weird, but it's delicious. Anyway. I'm I'm not sure how I feel about that. I guess I should research it with my mouth. <laughs> so you think you think that's on my must try list? Um, I don't think so. I think it's definitely interesting to try, but I wouldn't say it's a must try. Okay, well, I do actually have, I do have some that I think people should try if they haven't tried them. Okay. Are these like out of the ordinary type things? I would say maybe they're, maybe they're not, when they're shelved at the grocery store, they're not at eye level. Maybe that's okay. the way I would categorize them. So okay. um, I have two that you're going to have to be near a Trader Joe's to try. So apologies to anyone who doesn't live near a Trader Joe's, but the first of those is Trader Joe's ghost pepper potato chips. Nope. Yes. <laughs> nope. And I'll tell you why. Listen, Miss Takis, I will explain I to you like why you need takis. to try these. Okay. These are less spicy than a Taki. A ghost pepper there's chip? A v- yes. There are ve- there's a very small amount of ghost pepper powder in there. It's there for the flavor. Ghost peppers are chili peppers, which means they're a fruit, which means they have a lot of flavor to give, not just heat. Now, these potato chips are the ultimate because they're lattice cut. They're the crunchiest. They're sturdy. You can dip them and they've got just enough heat to make you want to keep eating it so that it doesn't burn your mouth. But it does not. It's not going to make you cry. You're not going to weep. You're not going to throw the bag at me and end our friendship over it. I really think you would actually like these. I don't know. I mean, if you happen and I think to show the world should bag, try them. I mean, is that if a you challenge? Happen, what do you mean, like showing up with a bag? Yeah. I mean, if you happen to show up with a bag, I might like try a chip or whatever. But I am one hundred percent bringing a bag of this the next time I come to see you. Because you know me, because, I'll try anything once. Yeah. Yeah. These. These are the ultimate chip to put on a sandwich, too. I freaking tried because celery that, soda. 
(laughs) (laughs) She's not bitter about that at all. I can tell by her voice. So the other Trader Joe's entry that I think everybody needs to try, and I do mean everybody, and I'm going to qualify that in a minute, are the Trader Joe's turkey and stuffing chips. Now that sounds like something I can get behind. Yeah, I even am telling the vegetarians and the vegans to try them because there's no actual turkey in them. They are actually vegan vegetarian chips, which sounds bizarre, but they taste like a turkey dinner. It's a very Willy Wonka experience. Yeah, it's sage and you've got a little bit of thyme in there and they're perfectly salty and they're kettle cooked, so they're wicked crunchy. But these Mm. things... I'm I'm not even kidding. They're limited edition, so they come out, you know, around Thanksgiving. Around Thanksgiving. So sometime <laughs> sometime after Halloween, they start putting these things on the shelves. I go in and I buy a case of them every year. Man, I cannot every wait until they year. get the Trader Joe's set up here. They they finally uh-huh. announced that they're putting one here in Chattanooga and I'm like, um, "Hallelujah. Can you get it together already?" <laughs> You're Don't. standing at the dig site waiting for them to open up the doors, right? I know, right? These are spectacular chips. So I, I think everybody needs to have them on the list for when they come back out in late October, early November. Doesn't Trader Joe's also have like a dill pickle potato chip or something like that? They do. I think, I, I think it's... I, I think it's fried dill pickle chips, I think maybe. they call them. I know I tried them one time and holy smokes, they were so freaking good. Yeah, it's like a salt and vinny crossed with a dill pickle. It's spectacular. Yeah. Those are really good too. I would to- I would totally highly recommend those. Speaking of a snack that I think everybody should try that you turned me on to. Yeah. Are Dots pretzels. Oh, which yes. is like one of the few pretzels that I'm just like, yeah. Now, I must say that as much as I oddly enough, okay, so this is the weird thing. Just so everybody knows, like now, recently, I have seen the Dots pretzels, Dots, Dots pretzels, the Dots <laughs> <laughs> pretzels at the grocery store. However, I always see them at Ace Hardware. Yes, right? they sell them at Ace Hardware. And okay, here's another weird one for you. I know this isn't going to apply to everybody, but they also often sell them at Amish bulk food stores. Oh, really? Well, I mean, there's yeah. not much Amish in this area, but that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. So if you find yourself in Amish country, wave, say hi, and grab some Dots pretzels. But I so do you like they have, do you like the original or the Southwest better? That's what that's what I was about to say. I prefer actually, without a doubt, I prefer the original. I'm not a big fan of the Southwest flavor. Yes, there, I prefer they, the original as well. Yeah, there's something about the Southwest flavor that has, I don't know if it's a little bit of an aftertaste or what it is, but it's a flavor that I don't necessarily associate with being Southwest. Um, Okay. It's a very unique um, flavor, I think. And I mean, I'll eat them, but I remember like the first time I tried them, I was like, no. Um, they (laughs) They took a few, you know tries before I was like, uh, okay. But the originals I love. They're incredibly addictive. I think the Southwest ones taste a little bit like Southwestern food filtered through the Midwest. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's not objectionable to me having, you know, spent a lot of time in the Midwest and I really enjoy it, but I don't think it's necessarily... Like you said, I don't think I necessarily think of it as Southwestern, except that there is some cumin in there. And I yeah, can well, I can detect the cumin. Because I lived for a while in Texas. And so I just have like right. this particular frame of reference. And then when I first tried them, I'm like, no, this I couldn't put my finger on it. But I was like, this isn't, doesn't exactly taste Southwest. But I think right. that's a really good description where it just it tastes Southwest filtered through a Midwestern potluck dinner or something like that. Yeah. Do you know what and, I mean? And like, I'm, I'm just putting my hand up right now and saying, I love Midwestern potluck dinners. Please invite me to a Midwestern potluck dinner. I will be there happily. But, but it's just like any food I don't that think gets kind of like translated through where are they made, by the way? I'm just curious. Do you know? I'm pretty sure they're made in the, the Midwest. I Let's let's look this up. I believe they are made in North Dakota. Yes. Nailed so that it. That would make sense. 
I was like, delicious, but not quite like if you are used to like Texas Southwest, that's not yeah. exactly what they taste like. Okay. So speaking of things that you need to try that you oh, may not have tried. Before you move on, don't you have a copycat recipe for Dots pretzels? I do actually. I have one right on Foodie with Family and it's it's if I do say so myself, it's pretty darn close to the to the Dots pretzels. And if you are having trouble finding Dots, if you don't have an Ace Hardware anywhere near you, you or can mail store. order them. Yeah. If you don't happen to be near your local Amish bulk food store, you can mail order them or you can try making my copycat recipe. Yeah. They're so good. Either one so. will be fine. Yeah. And those are like one of the few pretzels that I will eat straight up, like with no problem. Oh, yeah. I like to accompany them with a super classy mozzarella stick. And I like to peel the cheese stick off and eat little strips of cheese stick with my dots. Yummy. It so. is actually yummy. I feel like a three-year-old saying it, but it's really tasty. <laughs> you were recently telling me, I remember about a month ago, you told me about a super unique chip, um, especially for those that maybe don't want to consume the traditional carbs that you may find in a potato chip or tortilla chip. Yes, we are talking about the um, Silence of the Lamb approved chicken skin chips. Why are they Silence of the Lamb approved? <laughs> Where is that coming from? <laughs> Well, it's it's the whole yes, it puts its lotion. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he was skinning. Oh, you! I'm so grossed out that I made that reference. Yuck. Okay, never mind. Forget, forget. I ever said that. The point is, chicken skin chips are. <laughs> I'm gonna lose it now. Ew! I grossed myself out. Please make me stop. Somebody. Okay, sorry. Okay, chicken skin chips are a little bit more of a meal than your average potato chip. They're. They're more they're substantial. They're made out of skin, right? It's deep fried skin, which, you know, the more I talk about this, the less appealing it actually no, sounds. But, I mean, in your defense, I fully agree with you. I, how many times um, have you ever had like a really great crispy chicken skin, like come off of your fried chicken? And even oh, yeah. like not, it, I'm not even like, it doesn't even need to be battered or anything like that. Just the, the, the fat content, you know, and the skin and putting it in, you know, if you give it a quick deep fry, it just has oh, this yeah. wonderful crispiness. I mean, it's basically chicken pork rinds. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Um, it is. And I had, believe it or not, I actually had salt and vinegar chicken skin chips. Oh, my gosh. And I thought I had died and gone to heaven. So good. It was so stinking delicious. And the problem is... That it's, you know, a little bit habit forming. <laughs> it's it's really you don't wanna you don't wanna run out of your skin chips once you've started eating them. <laughs> Ew. Oh my gosh. Oh, gosh. But um I haven't tried them yet. I haven't even I don't even know, is there a brand in particular that you tried one time that you really like? There is a particular brand that I've tried that I really enjoy, and the brand is Flock. Like you, a flock of chickens. Did you find them in store or did you order them? I ordered them. Okay. I have I not seen yet them found them. Yet. Yeah, I have not seen them in a grocery store yet. Although I'm willing to try just about any brand I can lay my hands on at this point. Because like I said, once you try them, they're really, you do crave them. <laughs> You're like, they're so delicious. <laughs> yeah, you're so tasty. Come to me. Uh, <laughs> well, now we we got through all of the the delicious chips, including the chicken skin chips. Which, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, let's talk about a little bit about how just real quick an alternate use for chips. You know, either for the crumbles that are at the bottom of the bag, or if you just want to take some chips and crumble them up. Um, what you can uh, do with them past, you know, uh, most people would think to use them as some kind of a breading, which is a great way yeah. to repurpose them. Um, it is. And you can mix the tail end of several bags of different kinds of chips together for that yeah. if you want to like, stretch it out. Stock them up. Um, but another great thing that I enjoy doing with them sometimes is using them as some sort of topping, be it on like a dip or a casserole or anything that's going to like bake. I really like yes. to kind of throw those on top 
um, a little bit. I think it, it makes fun. It adds some flavor and some texture. Uh, yeah, and it. you can use it in place along those same lines. You know, if you're using it as a substitute for a breadcrumb on top of something, you can use it as a breadcrumb in something. So you can put it in meatballs or in meatloaf or even um, to thicken a potato soup as long oh. as you're watching the seasoning. Yeah, or, and you can use tortilla chip like uh, for tortilla soup too. Exactly, yep. Right? And you just want to make sure that you're not adding a whole lot of salt, salt. before the end of the process because for you sure. could end up with a salt bomb if you're thickening your soup exclusively with tortilla chips or potato chips and you had already adjusted the seasoning. Um, and then, of course, another great thing to do with them is to use them, again, as a topping or as croutons over salads. Yeah, that's my personal favorite. Yeah, on top of soups, I think it would be great, too, if you want to add some texture to it. And okay. I think I've seen you, haven't I seen you put them on potatoes? Yeah, it's sort of like potato inception. I like to take a baked potato and top it with sour cream and then put a bunch of crunched up potato chips on top. And my personal favorite for the job would be sour cream and onion on top of sour cream on top of a potato. Because a baked potato isn't enough potato. You need to add more potato. I'm really hungry. Can we stop now so I can go eat some chips? Or your baked potato with potato inside a potato? <laughs> hey, there's no such thing as too much potato. So we've gotten all our salty snack opinions out, dealt with the crumbles in the crumbs that are at the bottom of the bag. And in the meantime, I uh, want to let you guys know that you still have a little bit of time to get your questions for our question and answer episode. We're planning on doing it in about two weeks. So please send us emails with your questions at myplateisalwaysfull.com or reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. And you can find me, Mercedes, at thenoshery.com. And you can find me, Rebecca, at foodiewithfamily.com. And you can find the podcast at myplateisalwaysfull.com. Please like and share and listen to all of our episodes. Give them a download because uh, the algorithm seems to like that. You can find My Plate is Always Full on all your major podcasting apps. And of course, you can listen to it directly on myplateisalwaysfull.com. Tell everybody to listen to us. Was that a little pushy? <laughs> if it was, I'm cool with it. <laughs> okay. That's, so, that works for me. So make sure you tune in next week for another episode of My Plate is Always Full. And until next time, stay hungry, friends. Join us next week for another helping of My Plate is Always Full. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe through your favorite podcasting platform, leave a review, and share it with your friends to spread the love. You can also find links to today's recipes on our website, myplateisalwaysfull.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you have any questions or episode requests, email us at myplateisalwaysfull at gmail.com.